Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. I have Luke remote today. I'm all the way in Colorado. You texted me yesterday and you were like, we have not even like discussed how's our week been. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the phone. We haven't talked about our lives for a few days now, <laughs> which is not normal. Yeah. I mean, I had a really busy weekend because three of my friends had a birthday on Saturday. One was out of town. Two were in town. It was Princess Nastasia and Princess Ariana's dual birthday per usual, um, but they did not celebrate them together this year. Stassi had a show. My weekend was pretty much like it used to be on the Vanderpump days. I um, went to Stassi's podcast live show. It was her final show at the Ace Hotel downtown LA. And I have never gone to one of Stassi's live shows before. So I was really excited. And I feel like I already hear like the rumblings of of our listeners going, oh my gosh, like, do you guys hang out a lot? Which was a lot of the questions that I got. Um, So I was at Katie's the other day and we were trying our new Witches of WeHo Red Potion. We were trying some options she was telling me about how she was going to be on stage with Stoss for her birthday show. And I was like, fuck, I want to go. That sounds like fun. So I text Stoss and she was like, hell yeah, let's, let's rock and roll. And it was an absolute blast. And um, I've posted some videos and I'll keep posting. But yeah, it was just so cute to see her little pregnant butt up on stage, just doing her thing and being sober, non-Aperol spritz Stassi, but just as funny, if not funnier. And Bo is really cute. Hartford saying... Let it go from Frozen on stage in her gold sparkly dress. And it just, my ovaries were on fire, Luke. That was my Saturday. And then my Sunday was with Ariana and we had a barbecue and I was really bummed you weren't here, babe. Yeah, I had planned on being there, but the uh, 
car problems made a little bit of a damper for me this weekend. It's a long ass drive. It is. And you need a reliable vehicle. And unfortunately, the shop kind of screwed me over on it. I had had everything planned out, dropped it off Thursday. They didn't get it back to me until Friday and didn't figure out that there was a major issue until it was too late. So our pit of the week is that auto shop in that city, but we won't shame them because they're like a mom and pop shop and I don't want to be a dick. But my pit of the week is that auto shop in Southern Colorado. Because my boyfriend could be here right now with his dog. Kept us apart for three extra days. Everything's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But you're about to get on the fucking road and you're coming here. Are you excited? Not for the drive, but to be here? Not for the drive, but to see my girlfriend. It's been almost two weeks. So we can make love. (laughs) Is that what we call it? Yes, we do call it making love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sometimes it's fucking, but usually it's making love. Okay, babe, do you want to talk about this ridiculous thing that I read on Daily Mail today that I sent to you? Uh, Seven things men don't care about. Is that what we're talking about? You guys, here's my headline. If you listened to our podcast with Ryan Bailey, either on ours, which you should have, and if you haven't, you need to now, or if you listen to Ryan Bailey's shout out, it's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey, but we, Ryan and I are like obsessed with Daily Mail and it is like our morning, noon and night, like newsfeed. Okay. So I send Luke these articles sometimes and sometimes, like today, I sent him three in a row and he was like, why are you sending this? No, it does not have to do with us. (laughs) I just think these are like things for us to talk about. Is that what you thought? Well, before I opened them, you just sent me three like relationship things and we just had a deep (laughs) conversation. So I'm like, what is this right now? (laughs) I didn't even think about that, that you would correlate the deep conversation that you and I had and... I all of a sudden, I'm just like, hmm, look at these weird things about relationships. I was like, no, 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 honey. This is just like, I think, interesting to talk about. Well, that's good because it definitely was like, oh, no, I thought we were on the same page. Yikes. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. So on Daily Mail, it is this Australian matchmaker. Her name is Luann Ward. And it says, Luann Ward reveals the seven things men don't care about. And the headline is, I am a relationship expert, and these are the seven things men, in quotes, don't care about. The first thing is your academic achievement. Well, read read what she says about it, because she basically gives a little quip like after under each one. Yeah. So I'm not saying you won't be impressed by them, but they're not going to help him choose whether you're a suitable partner for him. And it says, instead, men are more concerned with a woman's ability to be feminine and comfortable with herself. I'm sorry, what year is this? I like the comfortable with herself, but like men care more about a woman being feminine than smart. Uh, Academic achievement does not equal intelligence. I mean, Kristen, you're a college dropout. No offense meant by that. I'm saying it doesn't equate. I've met people that got degrees very young age that I'm like, so what's going on up there? Like, is there much thought? Like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> so yeah, clearly that's not that's not what matters. I get she's a matchmaker, but I'm curious what. Uh, what maybe we need to bring Luann on the podcast, you know what I mean? But I'm curious what Luann Ward, what in her time living on this earth, in her relationships, um, in her time matchmaking with people, or what men in her life, maybe it's friends or whatever, but who are the people that have like helped her make these decisions that a woman's ability to be feminine overrides the woman's ability to I don't know. This Babe, is weird. You're, ta- you're talking to a man and it's not weird. How how could, if you were really smart, but you were like wanting to be the man in the relationship and 
didn't like do anything feminine. You didn't want to look good. You didn't want to like ever wear anything nice. Okay. You literally like didn't ever want to do anything feminine. Then that would be a turnoff. And that would bother me a lot more than someone's lack of education. Yeah, no, you're right. I actually, I started like going down the wrong rabbit hole. I think I was like a little triggered by the ability to be feminine and thinking like, oh, you want feminine over intelligence. But Luann, this matchmaker, is not saying intelligence, like you said in the beginning. She's saying academic achievement. So I just got sucked into the complete wrong rabbit hole. You're absolutely right. So the next one is you're busy. So another thing a guy is not impressed by is your busy social life. And she says, men don't want to know how busy you are, socializing and going places. Luann shared that men care about how women look physically how they look after their homes, their health, and their partners. How do you feel about that? Well, I think 100%. Like busy social life is more of a turn off than something that's going to impress me. Like if Uh-oh. you're always, always out doing something and neglecting those other things, yeah, that's a more closer to a red flag. But what if my me time is connecting with others? <laughs> well, as long as you're still looking after your uh, health and your partner. Yeah. I home my health and my partners, aka you and my dogs well taken care of. Okay. So right now, as much as we hated this article, we are agreeing with her. (laughs) We're we're two for seven. Next. Okay. Next, she says, your career success. The Perth dating coach revealed that like their education, a woman's career isn't going to help a man decide whether she's a great match for him. But an important character trait is how supportive someone can be about their goals and dreams. I don't completely agree with that one. When she said goals and dreams, I was like sucked in. No, that is important. I'm not saying those are exclusive though. I I do think someone that has their own goals and their own career and the things that they aspire to be and to achieve is, is an attractive thing. Yeah. Life can get pretty hectic sometimes and finding moments of tranquility is so important. That is why I want to share something that has truly, you guys, truly made a difference in my life. Cozy Earth. And let me tell you, these are easily my favorite sheets I have ever slept on. And I am the pickiest there is. Cozy Earth isn't just your average bedding company. They're on a mission to provide ultimate comfort while caring for our planet. Their products are made from 100% organic bamboo fabric, which is not only incredibly soft like butter, but also eco-friendly. The smoothness and breathability of the bamboo fabric creates an incredible sleep experience. Plus, they're temperature regulating, so say goodbye to tossing and turning from night sweats. What's even better is that Cozy Earth is committed to sustainable practices. They use eco-friendly packaging and support reforestation efforts. So every time you snuggle up in their products, you're making a positive impact on our planet. Oh, and check out the Oprah's Favorite Things section because if they're Oprah's favorite, they have to be perfect. I ordered the sage green and I am already ready to add a few more color options to my linen closet. I'm telling you guys, I love them. Plus, all products come with a 10-year warranty. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use code DOTI. That's right, get 35% off site-wide when you use the code DOTI, D-O-U-T-E, on the Cozy Earth website. A woman's career isn't going to help a man decide whether she's a great match for him. I disagree with that, yes. I agree with the goals and dreams part, but I do not agree that her career will not help a man decide because I, as a woman, I'll just, I know this is about how men feel, but I have a boyfriend. <laughs> I have a brother. Um, I have a brother-in-law. I have a lot of guy friends. And I think that a career path can be a, a part of choosing your partner because 
what if it's just like not down your path in life? Well, I'll just say if you have like a path somewhere you're headed, like a goal to get to that actually has, you know, you can see it. That's the direction you're headed. It's a lot better Mm -hmm. than someone that jumps job to job and can't figure anything out and is constantly trying to find themselves, trying something new and not sticking with it long enough to find out if it's even the right thing for them. Like that's clearly more of a turnoff than someone that's like, this is what I want to be. I'm doing these things to get there. You know? So we disagree with this one. We're two out of oh, three so, so far. Two for three. How do you do it in sports? <laughs> we're on number three. <laughs> I was like, we're two for seven, but we're not. We're two for three right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's about dudes. I'm going sports. Okay. Next is your financial status. And in quotes, she says, your rich parents are all the things you have. They don't matter to him. She revealed that while a man would prefer not to take in a woman who is coming with a whole pile of debt, her financial status is not a major selling point. What do you think? Remember, I want these to be from your perspective, but also like as just the dude. You're the dude that speaks the voice, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm saying I agree. I don't think rich parents have ever impressed me by any means. I'm not into that sort of thing. It's more about the individual person, but I also do agree. Well, I guess I agreed with that. I agree that coming with a pile of debt is some baggage that you don't want either (laughs) necessarily. Yeah. And I, for me, I wonder this because again, I keep trying to do this from my point of view, but this is about a man's point of view. So when it says like take in a woman who's coming with a whole pile of debt, from my perspective with all the guys that I know, I think that that is not necessarily like a red flag if she has her head on her shoulder straight and like wants to get, because who knows what put a woman in that place? Maybe it was a guy, maybe it was an ex-husband, you know, maybe it was the pandemic, maybe it was all these things. So if it, if it was just like shit happens, I would assume that most great men would not look at that, you know, with their nose turned down. But if it was just irresponsibility, that means something else. I'm just saying, like, some people have shitty parts of life. I mean, I know plenty, unfortunately, plenty of women who have been married and, like, been robbed blind and or have gone through difficult, like, domestic violence situations or just there's just so many ways that that could go about that where I've I have friends who have literally walked away from everything they had in order to get away from a marriage. So that is brought on debt but it doesn't mean they have a good head they don't have a good head on their shoulders that they're willing to like enable to get out of said debt. I think if the woman has a path and the wherewithal to like get her shit together, but maybe she just had some baggage that fucked her up for a second. Yeah, I mean the direction you're moving in obviously matters. Like if you have a, a pile of debt that say you owe $50,000, but it was 200 2 years ago and that's like the direction you're going, not going to matter. If you have $100,000 in debt and you are behind on all your credit cards and still buying shit every time you get a chance, two totally different situations. Yeah. So it's like she's not right, she's not wrong about that one. I do think some of these kind of for me, I'm always just like, well, what if she went through that? Like the empath in me is like, but I don't know. But I don't want to answer because I'm not the guy. So you're the one who's going to answer. You know, generally though, that's not something a man does want to take on. So, I mean, if it is something like that is a totally different situation. If you're headed out and you like see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel versus having this pile of debt with no plan and no uh, necessarily means to do anything about it. That's uh that is absolutely an unattractive quality. It's a red flag. I mean, I can speak as a woman. If I were in that position about a man, I would say that's also a red flag. Yeah. Agreed. That goes both so. ways. Next. She says how independent you are. Luann said that when a man hears the line, I don't need a man. He usually checks out. Why would a man not want to be needed? 
she asked. Instead, she said that men are looking for a woman who can control her emotions and be rational. He wants someone who can talk about the way they feel rather than ranting, raving, blaming, and nagging. I mean, as a, I just, I want to, I know this is again, I'm going to say it for the 40 millionth time, like about how a man feels, but I'm like, yeah, that's how I'd feel about my partner too. I, I wouldn't be needed and I don't want that, those things, but okay. I don't like the way she titled this one as how independent you are. Obviously a man wants to be needed, like mm-hmm. wants to be, be able to not necessarily need to provide, but like you need him to move the couch for some reason, you need him to hang pictures, you need him to do anything, no matter how small it is. That makes him feel important. So I totally agree with that statement, but that doesn't mean you can't be an attractive, independent person if you know not to belittle the other person. That just Mm -hmm. sounds like belittling more than being independent, if you ask me. Oh, I totally agree. That's a really good point, babe. And what you just said reminded me, and I probably said this on one of our very early podcasts, but my therapist slash life coach Heather was the one to tell me like I needed to sort of disarm myself at times, like with you, right? With as my boyfriend, like when you want, you're like, we're going to the airport. Let me carry that bag while I roll my suitcase. So you don't have to carry your bag and roll your suitcase. Like, let me do it. And there's something inside of me, this like independent woman. I'm a strong woman. I'm like, I got it. I got it. And she was like, you know what? She's like my husband of X amount of years, like literally a specific story where she was like, you know, my, I think it was her suitcase actually was like up in the attic. And she was like, am I fully fucking capable of grabbing it out of the attic? Of course I am. But if I were to just say, Hey honey, would you mind grabbing that for me out of the attic? He feels appreciated. He feels important. He feels like she needs him to do that. And she knows that that kind of gives him a little bit of like a boost of like, ooh la la. So she was like, if they want to carry your bags or if they want to just hang the photo, like you said, Luke, or do whatever, like those things around the house, like just fucking let him. Don't be so proud that you won't allow them to do something that makes them feel good. I agree with you. I feel like I heard Heather say that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think one of her lines that resonated with me, instead, she said that men are looking for women who can control her emotions and be rational. That is the little part that made me go, hmm. No, it's true. Of course. Guess what? And women are looking for men who can control their emotions and be rational. It just sounds like a little gaslighty because women... I, I feel like there's this like stigma of women like, oh, well, they like can't control their emotions. I don't know. It made me feel a little bit of ick. Not everyone, but I think in my experience, it is more common in women. Obviously, there's there's outliers. There's plenty of, there, I'm sure there are women out there that keep their shit together better than I do. And I consider myself a pretty calm, like rational person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it, people can get pushed to a point. But in general, from my experience, it seems that it's a little bit more the feminine quality. And I don't mean that as a dig or a negative yeah. thing. It's just what makes us different. It takes all types to make the world go round, right? So what we both kind of agree on is that we don't disagree with her points, but we don't like the headline of it is like how independent you are because they kind of, it doesn't like mesh, right? Agreed. Yes, agreed. Okay. Yeah, the next thing to say, a man doesn't care about your social media and how many Instagram followers you have. A dating expert revealed that Social media accounts are shallow aspects of a person's character and do not say anything specific about their personality. Fuck yes, I agree. Same. The only thing that social media accounts matter for are for sponsored content when you're trying to be an influencer and make a living. 
that's all it matters for. It does not matter how many friends you have. It doesn't make you a better friend, a less, less than a better friend, a better girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife or fucking anything else. I, in fact, have my social media settings set to um, when I look at other people's, it says like Luke Broderick and others liked this because I don't want to see the number and like start comparing and contrasting. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same fucking page. And next says your designer handbags, designer shoes, or how much they cost. Similar to her social, meaning her is Luann, the matchmaker. Similar to her social media point, a person's wardrobe is mainly a materialistic aspect of their personality that doesn't reveal anything deeper about their soul. (laughs) It's a little dark. Many were thankful for Luann's wisdom. You had me worried at the start there, a woman said, but quite true in the end, caring and being impressed are definitely two different things. Love your advice. This is nothing but the truth, another wrote. This is so accurate and thank you for sharing, a third added, but others disagreed with her controversial opinions. Men only care if you respect them and how intimate you are, a man wrote. So how do we feel about... Designer handbags, designer shoes, or how much they cost. I mean, I think I can answer this for you. Yeah, don't care. There is something, though, of having pride. I mean, if you have, your, like, your one bag, if it's not, like, your whole wardrobe and you're like, I've got $100,000 in the closet, I'm going to be like, not impressed. <laughs> cool. Big deal. But, you know, if you saved up and got your Louis Vuitton that you wanted and it's, like, your thing, you really like that one purse, I'm going to be impressed with the fact that you made that a priority, you made it happen, and you're treating it like like it's really worth something, you know, that's that's a a different situation. I love that. Like someone worked so hard for something that made them feel proud to carry. I think like for men, it's like a watch or not your car, but like, you know, just like maybe not like what kind of car you drive, but like how much work you put into your car of keeping it clean or your home, just kind of like taking care of yourself and putting pride in that you use your hard earned money to do something for yourself. And you treat it like it's something nice. It's like not just like, oh, it's just another one, Psh, whatever. It, it's a story behind it. You know, like you were saying about one of the earlier ones, way more than just the fact that, okay, someone has a Louis Vuitton bag doesn't may mean anything to me. So yes, agreed with that. But they could make it mean something to me if they explained it. And that would show something about their personality on, you know, why they wanted it, how they got to the point of getting it and showing me how they treat it. Those are things that could make it matter. That's so flipping cute of you. Wow, 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 wow. And that goes for anything. It's not even just a Louis Vuitton bag. It could be, you know, whatever the item is. Yeah. So how many did we fucking agree with? I already, I like started to lose count, but whatever. I think we were only like a hard no on like one of them. I think so. So we give her like a six out of seven, but with some wavery moments. Some asterisks in there. Some asterisks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, fine, Luann. Luann Ward, you're not, you're not so bad. Come on the podcast. <laughs> I'll reach out to you. You do. Okay. So Luke is going to bed early tonight because his ass has to get up early and drive all the way to California. But we did, I did reach out for some ask me anything. So we want to answer these for you ASAP. So some of these are for me, some are for both of us. This is from Miranda X. Danielle. Would you consider doing a VPR rewatch and recapping on the podcast? Oh man, would you, babe? 
Hello. Thank you for um, giving us our new announcement, Miranda and Danielle, or Miranda Danielle. Um, so starting this week, tomorrow, Thursday, you will hear us starting from season one, episode one, Vanderpump Rules, OG freaking episodes that I swore I would never, ever let Luke or ask him to watch. And here we go. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> I've already watched the first one. So only what, 10 seasons to go. Yeah. Right. Um, but I definitely plan on, I was at Katie's the other day and Kate, I was telling Katie about my idea and she was like, dude, you have to have some of us OGs on there. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. So yes, we are about to start starting tomorrow, a Vanderpump rewatch and recap season one, episode one, and then we'll just scoot right along. So see you guys tomorrow. Next question is from Princess Peach 1993. What are your best and worst memories of your 20s? I just turned 30. So first of all, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, my love. Best and worst memories of your 20s. Luke, do you want to take this one or you want me to take it first? Uh, you know, it's hard to come up with a worst, but the best, I think my golden birthday, my 24th on the 24th was just so awesome i, I can't even say it was that special but everybody from the restaurant where i worked at came out we went to a number of different bars i don't know just that everything in that night was perfect it seemed like we had such such a good time we were partying somehow we didn't get a noise complaint i remember being back at my house and music was so loud i was standing out back smoking a joint i was in colorado and i'm like it's so loud how do the neighbors not care because <laughs> the neighbors were like 10 feet on either side of us and it was yeah 3 a.m oh man honestly yeah worst is worst is a little hard actually i know my worst one but I'll wrap it up in a tiny little bow. It was just this really bad party night in Los Angeles about a month after I moved here. So it was 24, 2007. And it was one of those like, I was with Rachel O'Brien actually, but it was basically just to wrap it up was like going to like this club and being that girl where I was like, oh my God, I'm so cool. And I only do bottle service now. And then went to some like mansion in Bel Air and was just like extremely intoxicated and ended up, God, we were up all night long. And the next day, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm back in my apartment. And that morning I realized I don't have my cell phone. And I just like had a full-blown panic attack. Like this is like in the times of you print out your map quest, <laughs> like in order yeah. to find your way. If you don't have a Tom Tom, which I didn't yet in my 2001 Ford Mustang. And I barely knew where this house was in Bel Air because I lived here for five seconds, but I'm just like, I have to get my phone. What do I do without my phone? I literally don't know anyone here other than at the time I was like, I was like messaging my friends on MySpace. Like I don't have my phone, like my friends from back home, just trying to like get a sense of calm. And I ended up getting in my car like I think it was like 10 or 11 a.m. driving down, if you guys know anything about LA, but like the 405 in rush hour to this random mansion in Bel Air. And there was like a TMZ bus that drove by and it was like, it's Snoop Dogg's house. And it was not Snoop Dogg's house, just so everyone knows. And I'm waiting in the driveway before the big giant gate. And right when I got there, I remembered that the, the call box was broken because I did know that. And I'm just like, fuck me, what do I do? So I had to just drive back 
to the valley where I lived and get back home. And Rachel O'Brien saved the day. And she drove all the way to Bel Air with her phone. She got my phone and drove it all the way back to the valley for me. That was a pretty bad night. Go, Rachel. Yeah. Shout out to Rachel. My best memories of being in my 20s. I honestly think it was like working at Sir with my best friends before Vanderpump Rules started. <laughs> Just like having a job that I could go in every night with Katie and Stassi and know that like, I don't know, we're like drinking wine and we're like making money and we like look cute and we're just getting off work together to go like back to someone's apartment together. And it was just a really magical time before Vanderpump Yeah. And you're young and excited and the world's in front of you. Yeah. The world is my oyster. (laughs) (laughs) I I did think of a worst one. Tell me. So it was my first point of the first game of my professional Frisbee. And a guy dives in the back of my leg in the first point and rolls my ankle, class three ankle sprain, hyperextended it. And so first point, of something I've been training for for years, I get taken out and I'm out for five weeks. Yeah, that sucks dick to be training so hard for so many years, being a pro athlete and then that happening. First point, yeah. But I I finished the season after I came back, played the next year. Who do I need to hunt down for that? Do you have his Instagram handle? No, the guy actually felt awful. He came up to me a couple years later. I saw him at a, a tournament and he was like, man, are you the guy I... I hurt in that game. And I said, what? And he's like, the guy I landed on, he's like, I feel so bad about that. Like, I. So we forgive him. Yeah. 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 Did he wasn't like an orchid or anything? <laughs> no, but he definitely didn't feel good about it. And it wasn't intentional. He was just trying to make a play and stuff happens in sports. Okay. That's fair. Now I feel bad. But if you do want to send us an orchid to my apartment guy who almost ruined my boyfriend's career, that you are more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Do you find it challenging to maintain a healthy lifestyle amidst all the chaos in your life? Are you a grab-and-go kind of person when it comes to meals? Introducing my fave, Organifi, the revolutionary brand that is here to transform your wellness journey. With their range of organic, nutrient-rich products, Organifi is your secret weapon to achieving optimal health and vitality. Whether you're a busy professional, a dedicated parent, or maybe you're an athlete looking to enhance performance, Organifi has something for everyone. Their lineup of carefully crafted superfood blends is designed to make healthy living easier, more convenient, and delicious. Drinking a smoothie from Organifi is like a rejuvenating spa day for your body, delivering a natural energy boost that lasts throughout the day. I love their green juice. One, because, listen, I like holding a green juice in LA. It makes me feel right at home. And it's one that doesn't break the bank. But two, because this drink helps mitigate stress, which, let's be real, after watching Scandaval, I had a lot of. And if you're looking for a restful night's sleep, Organifi's Gold Juice is the perfect bedtime companion. I just tried this one the other night, and it was so delicious. It had a mix of superfoods like turmeric, ginger, and mushroom, which helped me drift off into dreamland and wake up feeling refreshed and rejuvenated. But Organifi doesn't stop there. Organifi also offers plant-based protein powders, detoxifying and gut health boosting supplements. Each product is carefully formulated to support your body's unique needs and help you thrive in today's fast-paced world. So if you're looking for a way to support your overall health and well-being, look no further than Organifi. 
With its high-quality superfood blends, Organifi is the perfect way to nourish your body and give it the nutrients it needs to thrive. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Superfoods can be expensive, right? But with Organifi, you can experience the benefits without breaking the bank. Head over to Organifi.com slash and use code DOTI for 20% off your entire order. Don't wait. Try Organifi today and take the first step toward a healthier you. Are you sick of wasting so much food? I know I am, and it's not an impossible situation. Hungry Root is here to solve your meal planning and over-shopping woes by combining meal planning and grocery shopping all in one. No more full trash cans, only full stomachs. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. What flavors do you like? Which kitchen appliances do you use? They'll keep your needs top of mind and start building your cart. Hungry Root will recommend groceries based on your tastes. When I received my order, y'all, I went straight for the sweets. You know, once a month I get those cravings. I got these organic dark chocolate covered banana bites and oh my God, they were so good. I also tried the plant-based bacon strips and they were incredible. Perfect for a veggie BLT. Hungry Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul with thousands of easy recipes that actually put your groceries to good use before they get forgotten in the back of your fridge. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Sex Love and What Else Matters listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. That's right, free veggies for life. So just go to hungryroot.com slash Kristen and get 30% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's hungryroot.com slash K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Next question. This is from Ray Does Portland. Ooh la la. What does that mean? He just wants to know what I'm doing on Wednesday. So babe, what are you doing on Wednesday? I am going to Venice and I'm having a very important meeting for James May. So this will answer all of your James May questions about the revamping. I don't want to call it a relaunch, but the revamping of my brand and of the clothing line that I love so much. I revisited the why I started it and that is what I'm going back to. So that's my Wednesday. What about yours, babe? I don't know. I'm driving all the way to you tomorrow and yeah, don't have I a clue. <laughs> You're going to be resting. Next is from Mrs. Slattery here. And um, it's asking me about my relationship and friendship with Stassi these days. So yeah, I went to her show. We celebrated her birthday. I'm so happy for her. She's like glowing, gorgeous. Her show is amazing. She's about to have baby number two, her little boy. And I hope to see more of her, you know, in the future. We just have different lives right now, but um, she'll always be family. And I got to see her little brother, Nikolai, and her mom, which was so great. And Nikolai and I actually discussed... Nikolai's time on Vanderpump Rules. So Luke, I cannot wait for you to watch Stassi's little brother on Vanderpump Rules. Season one, when we get there, you're, it's going to be really funny. Okay. Next question is from Kelstar81, and it's just asking for manifesting advice, just in general. Do you have any manifesting advice, like when you, when you want to manifest the best? Yeah. Write it down, speak it into existence, like repeat it in your head, make it the forefront of your goals. If you want something to happen, like those things, writing it down, saying it out loud, just keeping it on your mind makes it happen in my experience. I completely agree. And I have nothing to add to that. It's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Look at us. Look at us. (laughs) Um, Next question is from Andrea 
or Andrea, Alexis. Luke, you have not met Dan the man yet. Ariana's new friend. So they're just asking me my favorite new thing about Ariana's new man. So I just was lucky and fortunate enough to meet Dan yesterday. Um, so we're recording this on a Monday, guys. I met Ariana's friend, boyfriend, friend. I don't know what we call him right now. And honestly, it's just, he's so sweet to her. He's so much fun. He has a smile to die for. He thought of everything, got her like an aerial balloon for all of us to sign for her. He created an entire menu. Babe, they did uh, like, um, what's the thing with the crab and the... The Boil, seafood boil. Yeah. And then you have to put it like in a bucket with cold water to chill it down after he boils it. And then we had like, they they all had a nutcracker to crack the crab or whatever. Oh Um, man. I wanted to be there so bad. I ate a beet salad. So that's what I did. And it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so Dan, I got to meet him just for the day, but I mean, he's just the sweetest thing. And her smile is like from ear to fucking ear. And that is what makes me happy with all my friends. Next question is from Becca Marie 806. How to balance recognizing red flags, but not close your heart after being burned. That is a good one. I guess I don't know how to say how, but you've got to figure it out. Figure out how, because that's the only way to move forward. There's nobody there's nobody out there that's perfect that's not going to have some red flag. It's a matter of what you can live with and whether or not you think that person might work through it. And it's just a flag. It doesn't mean it is who they are. So you just got to kind of keep the thing separate. Like just because something happens that you're like, okay, that's a flag. You put that in the back of your mind. You keep going. If you think you really know who this person is, if they keep showing you that same flag, then clearly it's really there. That's really part of them. I think you need to tell just this very small, maybe it's like two people or something that are very close to you, like your best friend, or your sibling about your hesitancies and thoughts that you might have that like about someone, especially my point is like after being burned is to let someone very close to, you know, like these are the things that I've truly noticed. I think therapy is obviously important, of course, but these are the things I've really noticed. And if you best friend and or sibling notice me going down that path, can you let me know in a way that is helpful and not harmful? That has worked for me a lot, but I think it can, that's why I say it with even a little bit of hesitancy. I think it can be tricky because the people that love you will obviously look out for you so, so hard that it can become a little annoying if I might say so myself, but that's why I think you keep it to a minimal amount of people that you share these thoughts with. And it's someone who's willing to listen or give advice. Yeah. That can also be a slippery slope. can be also be a slippery slope with family, in my opinion, because you're going to make them hate him if you're like going to them to vent him or her, however. But if you're saying, well, he did this or well, she did this. And you're always saying these negative things, that's going to be their impression of them. So just mm-hmm. as long as you don't slip into that, I agree with you. So maybe we need to, on our on another podcast, we should really like dive into that sort of like red flag thing. Cause I think it's something we, we are both aware of in the relationships we've been in in the past, but clearly right now we're kind of like, Oh, I mean, sometimes it really is situation to situation. You know what I mean? But I would like to be able to give maybe better advice. Let's think about this one. Yeah. Wait, what does being burned mean to you in this question? After being burned, is that a past relationship or is it being burned is like after being broken up with in a shitty way, 
after being hurt, after being possibly cheated on, after being burned. Like, it's not just like, oh, irreconcilable differences. Oh, didn't work out. Potato, potato. It's like, no, this person hurt her. And it is really tough because I'll speak for myself. Like, I... (laughs) read my book. Like I went down the same road many a times. So for me, honestly, therapy was the best thing for me. Self-love, self-check-ins, making my list of gratitude, obviously, but also making my list of things that I really like about myself. I think that helped me out a lot too. Just like really, really feeling self-worth to not go down that path. Um, Okay. Just a couple more. Uh, Scotty25, if you, (laughs) this is very random, but if you could investigate one haunted location in the world, where would it be and why? So I answered this in my head in a heartbeat. And I actually don't think it's a haunted location, but it was the only thing. So I hate haunted things, guys. I hate ghosty, murdery, not my jam. I love true crime, but I'm not about to like go sleep in some like haunted ghost mansion and like hopefully I get to see or hear them. Nope, no thanks. But for me, it would be uh, Kurt Cobain's loft that he passed away in. I would love to like be in there because there's always this thing up in the air. He passed away in 1994 and it was like the first band that I really truly loved. And there was always this thing about like, did he really commit suicide or was he killed? Blah, 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 blah. So I would love to be in Aberdeen, Washington and like sit up in that loft and kind of like do a seance. That's cool. Yeah. I don't, I did nothing that comes to mind as far as something I'd want to investigate. I do have some uh, ghost stories, experiences. I have a question. Do you think that there's nothing that comes to mind because on the ranch you're surrounded by Rachel O'Brien and Greg Hunter <laughs> doing nothing but talking about haunted locations and true crime? Seven Deadly Sinners podcast. Everyone listen. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just not that curious because I the experiences that I've had, I don't have a doubt that like haunting is real. Share your experience. Go, go, go. I need to know. So the first one, I was actually asleep. This was, uh, I think I was in middle school. I don't know. But uh, my parents had just gotten this antique armoire for my sister's bedroom. Her bedroom was more like a den, didn't have a closet, but got her this armoire. That very night, my brother wakes up at 3 something a.m. He's in the same bedroom as me, looking over toward me and sees this ghost he described her saw very vividly said she was wearing a bonnet it was this older old-fashioned lady looked like she belonged in a carriage but he said she was very nice she smiled he said he looked at the clock and looked back and she was gone now in the morning he tells my mom this story and my mom not knowing anything about this had just heard the same story from my dad who left for work before we go to school two minutes apart fuck up he said he woke up at 3-something a.m., saw the exact same thing, and told her. So, <laughs> I mean, it's real. That happened. Uh, my parent, my dad still has it. And I do believe, I mean, you know, lights come on, fans come on when you're not home. And sometimes odd things happen. I've heard footsteps. Why didn't you tell me that before I was in that house? Because you told me not to. That's true. I would have never gone inside. I need to, like, sage myself now. What if I brought that shit back? You didn't. She's nice anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's a nice old-fashioned lady. The other experience, this was only a, well, I guess probably like 10 years ago. I don't know. Whenever I left, the year before I left Indiana to move to Colorado. So I'm there. My dad and I have plans to go hunting in the morning. So I wake up and look at the clock and it's time to get up. And I hear footsteps coming down the stairs. My bedroom's in the basement. And 
I hear the footsteps come down the landing. I hear him turn, turn around the stairs and come right up to my door. I sit up straight expecting a knock and nothing, just total silence. I go, dad, nothing. So I get up, go open the door, nothing there. I go upstairs, my dad's asleep. So I didn't see anything, but I heard enough footsteps for me to sit up expecting the door to open or knock and nothing happened, nothing there. Check the whole house, nothing there. Did you ever have sex in that bed after that? Hmm. Yes. I would be so scared yeah. that like a ghost would bite off my penis. <laughs> I don't know why that's the very first thing I thought of. It's very irrational fear of ghosts. Yeah. I don't want to see here. No, 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 no. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> you love like haunted thriller movies. You love the, that sort of thing. I like th like psychological thrillers, like real people doing fucked up shit and then they get arrested. Not like ghost time. Okay. I guess that's No fair. ghost time for me. Last question, Luke. Dream interview podcast guest. This is from Mozzie Muffin or Mozzie Muffin. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. This took me less than, I mean, a millisecond. Then you go first. Stevie Nicks. Oh, perfect. I want to know within her time, obviously, and still with Fleetwood Mac, but especially back in the day, how she felt about them like fucking, fighting, dating, but always remaining family. It's the Vanderpump rules of classic rock. So, <laughs> I need to know. That, yeah, I like that. I'm a Colts fan. So Indianapolis Colts go blue. Andrew Luck retired suddenly uh, right before it was during a preseason game when he was in his 20s. Surprised everyone. And he is somebody that I thought was going to be the best player ever. And he uh, yeah, retired all of a sudden. And I'd love to have him on the podcast and ask him a whole bunch of questions. This was probably six years ago. Oh, so, he's like, like that. so he's like close to your age. Yeah. Close to oh, my age. Well, I'll just like fucking dm him andrew luck does anyone know andrew luck i feel like we could attain that like stevie nicks eh, not so much i i highly doubt it there's no way we're getting andrew luck on the podcast watch me try well i mean so we usually end our episode with i would do anything for love but i won't do uh and you know what today i just am feeling full of love so i'm just gonna say there's not anything i wouldn't do for love i have a sick pup i have a boyfriend about to be driving you know, part of the way across the country with his dog. And I have another dog who's a giant pain in my ass and I'm obsessed with him too. And I had a weekend full of love with lots of different friend groups. And right now I'm filled with love. So today there's nothing that I wouldn't do for love. Damn. I wish I was there. Take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an answer for it? Or are you just spent on it for the moment? No, I'm sitting here sweating because I had to turn my fan off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Nope. Can't think of anything. We'll bring this up again. Would you shave oh. your head? Yeah. Oh, okay. Would you let me shave your balls? With a razor or clippers? Manscaped clippers? With the manscaped, like, what is it called? The gar uh, lawnmower? Yeah, the lawnmower. Yeah, sure. I'll let you do it tomorrow night if you What's want. What's the other one called, though? There's a lawnmower or the hedge trimmer? The, the hedger. Yeah, that's for the What's beard. What's the hedger for? Beard. Manscape is one of our podcast sponsors, but I am bringing this up without like an ad needed because <laughs> when Luke got it, I was like, wait a minute, can I shave my vagina with that? Because I'm always using like my like razor razor, but I was like, well, this sounds nice. <laughs> so wait, would you let me shave your, would you trust me to shave your balls with that? With I've that one, yeah. Anyone's anything. <laughs> do you really want to? I mean, like, I kind of just want to like do a like just a one little, like for fun. Okay. 
You let me shave sure. the back. You let me shave your neck. I know. I said yes. Go for it. You can shave my balls. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, well, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow or the next day. You're funny. Yeah. yeah. No. How about this? I wouldn't let you shave my balls with a straight razor for love. Okay. And I would not shave your balls with a straight razor for love. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, I have zero desire to use a straight razor at all. So look, okay. look at us on the same page. I can't wait to see you. You guys can't see our faces, but I can see his and it's been too long. So we love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. Hope we read the questions and answered them the way that you wanted us to. And if not, whatever, suck a dick. And we'll read some more coming up. And do not forget to tune in tomorrow to Luke watching Vanderpump fucking rules season one, episode one. Oh my God. Yeah. You got to hear this. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.